Do you love to travel and save money? Or do you wish you could travel but money is holding you back? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast, where I show you how to fly your family free forever using my simple fly free formula. I'm your host, Lynn Mettler. My family of four has mastered the art of flying free as simply as possible since 2015, and I want to show your family how to do it too. Hey everyone, welcome, welcome back to the Family's Fly Free podcast. We also have a video edition of this one, so you can check that out on YouTube at Family's Fly Free. But I have two guests with me today. Um, They are Family's Fly Free members, Trevor and Jen Fiore. And so they are going to share with you um, what they have been able to accomplish in terms of travel, share some of their tips about what's worked for them and how much they've been able to save um, with you today. So welcome, Trevor and Jen. Thank you. Thank you. So let's start by having you just tell a little bit about yourself, where you live, um, how you like to travel. Just give us a little intro. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we live in Minneapolis um, and we love to travel, obviously, to get out of the cold. Um, yeah, so we're right with you. Our, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We do the majority of our travel during the winter months because obviously it is a beautiful time to be in Minnesota during the summer months. We have a garden, a yard, all that fun stuff. So we like to kind of hang around home uh, during the summer. But um, we just we we will do every type of travel from what I'll call like big big travel, like you know international, fancy. We don't skimp when we travel. Um, when we go big, we you know we don't we spend, you know, not ridiculous amounts, but like, we like to go nice places and spend. And then we'll go all the way to the other end of the spectrum where we'll like stay in a tiny Airbnb up in Grand Marais, Minnesota and hike, um, do some hiking and like, just get, you know, make our own meals at the Airbnb. So, I mean, we do the whole gamut of um, big and small type of trips, um, but we do travel about five times a year. So. Yeah, we really enjoy traveling, but I mean, we go the other way as well. We've been following financial independence for about five years. I'm a glutton for podcasts and found out about you through Choose FI. All right. Yay. That's everything. And uh, second marriage for both of us. We both love to travel before, but we've been able to optimize and then kind of ruth- ruthlessly cut out the things that we don't enjoy yeah. and try everything once and uh yeah, we really love the membership. Yeah. And is it just the two of you traveling? Most of the time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we um uh second marriage for both of us, and we have four grown children that are kind of early in their careers in college. So we anticipate that they'll be traveling with us a little bit more later on, and we brought them when they were younger. But this is just a time where yeah. um, we're able to travel a bit, and we just have our you know uh, pet parents at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting close to that. I think that'll be nice uh, at some point to just be able to only have to worry about two um, on our travels. But so since you mentioned, you know, the financial independent, so um, anyone interested in that, go check out the Choose FI podcast. We are fans. Um, great, great podcast over there. But um, can you just tell us kind of how travel has fit into your plans as you work toward financial independence? How um, you know, were you able to still be able to travel, but also set aside, you know, your yeah. money for that? 
definitely. So, I mean, we are both, um, you know, blessed with, with great jobs um, and we work hard, but we also play hard. So um, I think just back to what we were saying earlier, we're very intentional about setting aside that money for travel. We drive old cars. I drive like a six-year-old car. Trevor has a company car, so we don't, you know, that he gets that. Um, we don't have lake cabin, fancy boats. I'm not into purses. I'm not into shoes. Like we buy our clothes from Kohl's or Marshall's or, I mean, we just, we live very intentionally spending money, um, you know, keeping those types of things in check so that we can afford to travel. Um, and like I said, just, um, and we'll get into this a little bit later, but um, optimizing, um, you know, traveling smart. Um, and um, so, yeah, we just have really been able to fit that in, um, in and amongst by just kind of living very, I don't want to say frugally exactly, but kind of more FI-ish. Right. Well, yeah. So I just, I think that um, it's travel rewards and the FI movement work together so well because it's, you don't have to skimp on the travel part of things if you can learn how to master this, you know, as you are saving towards financial independence. In fact, you could just put whatever money you were going to spend on travel, right? Into right. that pot instead of um, to having to spend it on travel. So, and so we were um, do it anyway, but the difference here is that we're able to fully fund all of our retirement vehicles at the same time and not feel yeah. guilty about traveling, not yep. one or the other. We get to do both and it's great. Yes, perfect. So you heard about us on Choose FI. What appealed to you about families fly free and our approach to things. That's you. I would say the simplicity of it. Yeah. Um, Jen is a planner. Um, she will set everything up in advance. And then I just absorb information because <laughs> I do a lot of driving between my work appointments and just kind of a whole I barrage her with, oh, we can do this, this and that. Whoa, it's too much. And what I like about families fly free is that it just, it's the 80, 20. It's take all of it. You only need this amount of information and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I mean, when he presented it to me and said, Oh, here's this membership and you know, here's what it costs. And I'm like, well, I already do all that. I don't need help or whatever. And, but then when I kind of started looking into it and I'm like, this could actually simplify things and I don't have to overthink and like over research and go to, you know, Delta's website and United website and Southwest and Expedia and like, compare all these flights and like, oh my gosh, what's the best choice? And um, just all that, just, you know, decision fatigue. Um, so when he, you know, kind of talked me through it, I'm like, yeah, I guess that kind of does make sense. So um, yeah. It's the opportunity so that, with the time. Yeah. Right. So you're saving yourself significant time, which is valuable to you, right? Absolutely. Right. Yep. So you guys were definitely doing some of these things, as you said, Jen, you know, before you joined. And that is, you know, something I hear a lot. Well, I'm already doing that. So how is this going to benefit me? And I don't know if you can kind of talk us through how to know, like, are you really doing what we're teaching? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Do have any thoughts on that? <clears throat> yeah. So I think the the two biggest things that I have realized that I wasn't doing before. Cause like we had a companion pass. We've had, we've had companion passes since what, 2019, 2018. So we've always, you know, leveraged that. Um, but I think the biggest thing that we found is we were way overspending on points. Um, it was like, oh, well, here's the flight we want to take. And it's, 
22,000 points and we weren't even looking at maybe the 5,000 point option or looking at traveling a different day for a different point option. So really understanding that optimizing the, the flight you choose and, you know, maybe giving up like, hey, Delta has a direct flight, but you know what, we can save how many hundred dollars by just having a short layover in Chicago or something like that on Southwest. Um, so really looking at that with a much more critical eye. And then the other big thing is really the um, staying free. Um, I didn't realize, in fact, the, the I think it was Cami that did the webinar on it, on staying free. And I just, I remember her words saying, be very mindful about the hotel, pick one or two and focus on that and like be um, loyal to a certain extent. And we, and for us, it's Best Western, which I know is not a great like redemption or like the best out there. There's probably better ones. But for us, where we live in Northern Minnesota, we stay frequently, um, both where my parents live and up Grand Marais where we hike. So we have already realized huge savings um, by kind of working the Best Western reward credit card and um, all of their offers and things like that. So I never really gave much thought to the staying free other than, oh, yeah, we could get a free hotel room through Chase uh, Sapphire Rewards. And we did do a little bit of that, but now we're really working the staying free angle of it. And Southwest yeah. wasn't even on our radar before either. And that, Southwest I, wasn't? Yeah. No, it was. We had the companion pass. But, but that wasn't until I yeah. got the, uh, I heard you on the first Choose FI podcast. Okay, yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, you guys are bringing up a lot of um, things I feel like I'm hearing frequently, you know, which is um, another one is, but Delta, I did a whole podcast on, but Delta flies direct. <laughs> That's what I call the podcast, right? Because I hear that so much. Um, and, you know, again, I always say it's it's personal preference, like, that's fine if you want to take the Delta flight, but you just know what you're you're giving up there. I just think a lot of people don't realize what a significant difference it is in terms of savings and how much more you can fly free on Southwest. And are you willing to take a connection? Yeah, yeah. I will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll fly Delta, obviously, if it makes more sense for, um, you know, a certain itinerary that we have, or uh, I do get a companion pass through, I have, think I have the Delta Amex and I also have um, uh, medallion status. So there's times and places that it makes sense. The, the other benefit with Delta is I fly Delta a lot for work. So yeah. it's really nice that I can rack up those points and then we can fly for free for a flight I didn't even have to pay for. Um, so th there's a use case for us to fly Delta. Mm -hmm. For the most part, you're right. It's eye-opening when you really start comparing what you were spending. And then when you look at, oh my gosh, we spent $5.60 for the tax. Right, yeah. yeah. And right. what a bummer. We got to fly to Denver and go hang out in the restaurant and eat for free. Right. Well, the priority pass. Yeah. We're we are like loving the priority pass thing these days. Know, it's so nice, isn't it? It's just a nice yeah. little like icing on, on the top of yeah. Um, and it makes a huge difference when you're traveling a lot just to be able to enjoy a couple little nice perks like Definitely. that. <clears throat> so when when you're talking about you know simplification and not having to check United and Delta and you know every single thing out there, um, you know, I feel like you're still getting to do all the things you want without having to check 10 million different things. And you might miss a couple of little credits or you might end up paying a little bit more per mile in the like the value of the point or something. 
but you're still getting to do everything. And so to yeah. me, that's like the best way to do it. But I don't know, just thoughts from coming from that perspective of you were really trying to make sure you were getting the best value out of every single thing and then dialing it back to, well, we can just focus on these couple things and we're still, you know, doing, Absolutely. I'm guessing all of what you want to do and more. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, just the biggest conundrum that I always had around was the hotels and the rental cars and like, how do you do that free? And should I use points on, a, I, I would, I would always ask them, I'd be in front of the computer, should I get the rental car through Chase Rewards or should I, should I do this? Or like, and so some of the tips we've learned are like, okay, no, you, you know, you should never use X type of points for that or whatever. Um, so just kind of simplifying that. And then kind of the hacks around, like I, I knew it before, but the whole moving chase points to Southwest or moving, you know, different. And I now have the capital one card, which I'm loving that. Oh my gosh. Some of the rewards on that are insane. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, just simplifying and being like, I'm using this card for this, be mindful of looking for, and that's why I love your email with the offers. Hey, you know, X, you can get, you know, $5 back or whatever for quick trip or whatever it is. So it kind of just keeping on top of those and using the right card in the right instance. Um, and then just simplifying some of the hotel stays and the car rental stuff, because that stuff would just blow my mind. I would get, just get so frustrated trying to figure out what was the best thing to do. Yeah. So just, um, you do have to learn how to figure out the other stuff on top of the flights, right? Cause it, yep. it all comes along for the ride too. So we, we definitely try to help with that. Um, so how does families fly free save you time? Oh, well, I mean, just what we talked about with like trip planning and the hours and hours spent researching different flights and, and itineraries. I mean, it's pretty much, okay, if we're planning a trip, we're going to look at Southwest. Okay, here are our options. Here are the points. Let's just compare to see where Delta's at and how many points I have. Do I have a companion pass? Um, so it's, it really just cuts out all of the other, well, should we look at Sun country, should we look at American or like, no, I'm not going to look at any of them because for one, some of those are garbage airlines, but, um, you know, I don't have to spend all that time. And when it comes to hotels, okay, is there a best Western where I'm going? Yep. Okay, perfect. Then I'm utilizing that. If not, then like we kind of go to Hyatt or Marriott as a second. Um, I, I stay um, in a lot of Marriott's for work. Uh, so again, that's really nice that I can rack up points there. So we're kind of Marriott Bonvoy. Best Western for here in Minnesota and kind of in the upper Midwest. And it just takes a lot of that decision fatigue. Like I'm a big person on like decision fatigue and, and I have a, well, many of us, but I mean, I have a busy job. Like I don't have that much mind share at the end of the day to do all this stuff. So it's just wonderful. So tell us about some of the features of Families Fly Free that, um, that you've enjoyed or that you were surprised about. Oh. Um, I mean, I love the, I love the community and kind of the, the tip sharing and stuff that's in there. So that's been really nice. Um, I think just kind of some of the different topics in the webinars, like I knew we were going to join and we were going to get like a plan. Um, so I think the, the plan was definitely hugely valuable that was put together. Um, but just kind of all the different webinars that are available. I mean, I kind of figured it would be like, oh yeah, maybe couple times a year, there's some new information, but like how much information you put out, it's crazy. Um, you know, whether it's, 
you know, organizing your travel credit cards or a spreadsheet. For, I mean, there's so many tools and resources that I didn't realize were going to be part of the program. I just thought it was, hey, here's your plan and just make sure you fly Southwest and, you know, check back every once in a while in the app. But it's it's just, it's a constant feed of just such good information, but not too much information. Right, you know, that's what I was going to say. Is, is, you know? We're trying to, um, to save you time. But and to that point, like, you just can participate in the things you want to, right? None of them yeah. are a requirement to work our plan. Right. Um, it's just sort of bonus if if it's of interest to you at the time or, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely the um, everyone needs to organize their stuff. So yeah, <laughs> no, you'll be much more successful if you do that. Um, and you mentioned, you know, like the members alerts that we send, um, which come as an email or as a mobile alert, um, however you choose to get it, um, which the idea there is to save you time and, and give you the things that we think you need to know in a very quick digest yeah. so you don't have to be reading t tons of blogs or looking yeah. at email newsletters or you know, everything every day. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I look at them all. Um, I just quickly scan them like, okay, um, yep. Okay. Here's the best cards to use for this. Oh, that's cool. I can get, you know, uh rebate on TurboTax. So I had to do my son's taxes. Like, oh, that's cool. I'll make sure to use my capital one card for that. So. And how much time do you think per week you spend on your travel rewards? Um, <clears throat> not much anymore. Uh, when I'm planning a trip, so I'm a huge planner, like, and, and I'll talk about this too, with the amount of money we've saved. So Basically, like I plan things out minimum nine months ahead that I've got flights booked, hotels, um, you know, whether we're going to rent a car or, you know, setting up shuttles or that type of thing if it's international. So I'm planning way, way, way far in advance. So it, it, when I'm actively planning a trip, I mean, I probably spend five hours maybe kind of just setting it all up and like, and, and that, that includes like researching excursions, you know, different things that we might want to do where before I would easily spend probably 10 to 15 hours because of all this checking all these different flights and not knowing what hotel to stay in or anything like that. And it's like, oh, I got to research and find out all these different things. And um, <clears throat> so it's really streamlined that. But when I'm not actively like planning a trip at the moment. I mean, 30 minutes, I read through your stuff. If I join a webinar, then that's an extra hour or whatever. But like, literally, I can read that stuff in 30 minutes, hop into Kajabi and maybe chime in on something or respond to a question or a post and might even be only 15 minutes uh, on any given week. So it's not a huge time commitment. But really what it's saved in terms of the planning cycle is a lot. <clears throat> and have you used any of our um, kind of destination content to help you with where to go and what to do? You know, not as much because again, <clears throat> we're such planners in terms of, I won't bring it up, but we have a, we literally have a calendar through like 2027 and we know all the places we're going to get that. We okay. plan That's amazing. To go <laughs> we have a, we have a timeshare in Mexico that we bought. So we know every year in January, that's what we're going to do. We know every year in February, we take a trip over our anniversary um, you know, we want to go on a cruise every first week of December. So we kind of know all the different, and then we, then we sprinkle in some of the destinations like, okay, we've always wanted to go to Fiji. So then we want to plan that, or we want to get to Thailand. So then we kind of start layering those in on, on the calendar and in amongst the things we know that are recurring. Um, <clears throat> so, um, what was the original question? Sorry, I got off topic there. If, if you had used any of our destination oh. type of content. 
<clears throat> so I think the, the one that I did listen to was the one kind of around Hawaii. Like there was one on the big island or I think one on Kauai that was done. So I'll listen to those because those are destinations for us. But um, a lot of a lot of the stuff on like the Disney and whatever, that's not the stage in life that we're at right now, just simply because our kids are grown. We don't have grandkids yet. I suppose when the day comes, if we do, we've been more interested. So we haven't been as much on the destination stuff um, just simply for that reason. But um, I know that if we were in the market for any type of Disney or anything like that, we'd certainly be digging into that more. But the cost savings and also just being able to have laser focus with what you need to do to book trips that we have done yeah. versus getting just uh, piles of information. Uh, we certainly see the value in that. Yeah. So let's talk about um, the value that you have found in the membership. Um, so are you able to quantify um, how you think it's helped you, the amount you think it's helped you save since joining versus what you were doing prior? Yeah, definitely. So I have a huge, huge spreadsheet that I've kept for a long You're time. like Cami on my team, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I <laughs> super organized. It's crazy. I thought I was a planner, but I just kind of take a step back. Like, <laughs> so yes, I can quantify it. Um, and I will go back to what I said earlier, which is because I'm such a planner, when we joined Family Fly Free in fall of 22, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I had already had things planned out. And so we were able to go in and um, kind of tweak some things and kind of use the hack a little bit there and move a few things around in order to use a, our companion pass versus flying Delta or something like that. But so what I will say is only right now am I starting to now be able to tap into using a lot of the techniques now because I'm in that planning phase for moving forward. Mm -hmm. So for 2020. Well, I got to look at this number one more time because I forgot what it was. Yeah. So for 2023, so for, for 2022, I can't really quantify anything because all that was booked. But for 2023 already with just the three or four trips that I've projected out, we're saving $2,400. So there our membership is paid for and then some. And that will only continue to roll as I plan our flights for our cruise in December um, and then for our trip next February. So that's just going to kind of keep rolling and rolling. Um, while that doesn't sound like a huge amount, I think, well, actually, you know what, that doesn't even count. I, I need to add to that because that doesn't even account the, count the free stay at the Best Western in uh, in January. And then we're going again here end of March. So that's what I mean, my gosh, that's like probably another $800 that we're saving because we're staying for free. Well, I'm going to add to that too. Um, again, I heard on the podcast, November of 2021, I listened to it like three times and uh, like January 1st, I'm like, oh, I got to do the two Southwest car deal. So we, we had that and uh, we got the companion pass based on your advice for all of uh 22 and all of 23. So I would say that we probably already saved about 6,000 or so. Yeah, it's, of that. it's definitely more than 2,400, but that's just what I have tracked in there. So bottom line, the membership has already paid itself off and you can't put a price tag on the mental strain and the, the decision fatigue. I know I've said it a, a couple of times, but you can't put a price tag on the time and simplification that you're getting from this program. So you would, you would advise, well, I guess, what would you say to the people who um, do say, oh, I'm already doing a lot of that? Um, you're not. 
you don't know what you don't know but <laughs> yeah we thought we were but mm -hmm. I, we would have known about getting the companion pass and getting the cards like that we would have known and we would have continued to do but like i said the staying free the rental car tips the um uh the mighty travels you know some of the things like that um and just the destination information, the the tips and tricks. Like I think um, one thing we learned when we were on our timeshare trip, in, <clears throat> excuse me, in Mexico, we went there every day and like kind of the way we travel is like we eat a big breakfast, kind of snack during the afternoon and then have a nice dinner. So we never, ever get all inclusive because we don't eat or drink enough to right. make it worthwhile. And we did the math after we checked out and we're like, okay, if we'd gone all inclusive, it would have cost us this. And here's what we spent just paying. And it was definitely less. So anyway, where I'm going with that is we sit down for breakfast every day and they're like, oh, the buffet. And, you know, okay. we And granted, it's a wonderful, beautiful, beautiful buffet. But the second day we're looking at our receipt and we're like, $75. What the heck? Like, really? And so the next day we're like, well, we'd like to order off the menu. And then it was like half the cost or something. And granted, they're a little slower service when you order off the menu. But we're like, <clears throat> just little things like, you just assume that they're, and they don't offer it to you. Would you like the buffet or would you like the menu option? So just asking or being aware that we can order off the menu and it's a lot less expensive for breakfast because then I, all I need is two eggs and an oatmeal. And that's $20 versus $75 for a buffet that I'm not even eating all of. So um, just those are, that's just a hack that we learned on our most recent trip. Yeah. Or even at least ask if there's the option, like I said, most, many of them just present, um, right. the, they assume the the sale. Mm -hmm. you're having the buffet today. Oh yeah. Well, would you like to look at the menu and get something all a cart for cheaper? No, I'm not going to offer you that. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's sort of how just um, Disney, they used to have the dining plan and it was kind of that same way. I thought I was like, we could never eat enough to make paying for that worth it. We eat on the cheap, usually, you know, at the quick, yeah. you know, casual restaurants. And we did the same thing. We did the math and we could see we were coming out way, way better by just, you know, paying for it ourselves. So yeah, just take a step back, right? And 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 reevaluate what you're doing. Could you be doing it differently and see? you know, and those are the types of things where, you know, putting suggestions and, and feedback and things in the app are so important. I mean, just sharing those little things. This isn't really families fly free related. But the other thing we do is when we stay at these fancy places, we will happily walk off property for a mile or two to get a massage for half the price. And they're just as good. Like we love to get out and walk. So it's and granted, assuming it's a safe area and things like that. We're like, why are we going to pay $400 for a massage when we could walk a little ways and get it for cheaper? So those are, again, some of the things that we do that allow us to travel because we're intentional and we get kind of creative where we can save money when we're traveling. Yeah. And that really goes back to that financial independence mindset too, right? You're trying yeah. to intentionally make sure that you're not spending more than you need to. So you can set that aside. So it's yeah. great advice across the board. Um, no matter what you're doing. So um, can you share like some of your, maybe your favorite destinations or um, trips that you've been able to take in the last year or you have coming up? Oh, yes. We we always have something coming up and always in the past. Uh, this last year, uh, we did Costa Rica, which was amazing. That is on my list. So I'm going to have to, oh, but that one, I get overwhelmed with, I feel like I need to have a driver or something because of the infrastructure. I feel like I've read that and then I get thrown off by how do I find a driver? And 
Um, what did you yeah, guys do? We can give you some tips when the time comes. To, we Well, we stayed at a resort. And so we were able to walk to a lot of places to eat. So you stayed like in that area versus going to the different national parks and correct. Yes. Okay. We were in the Manuel Antonio Capos area. I think I hope I'm not massacring the way I said that. So we were in kind of a more, I wouldn't call it overly walkable, but it kind of was. So um <clears throat> we didn't need a driver. We just got like a taxi when needed. Okay. So that's kind of the theme with all of our trips. Yeah. Too. I drive so much for work. If, if I can avoid driving at all, we love to walk when we're on vacation. Yeah. And so upcoming, we have Kauai, uh, which actually that's our second trip. We went there on our honeymoon and we're going there for our five-year anniversary. So we're super excited for that. Um, we've got Washington, D.C. coming up, um, a cruise in December, um, and then probably in the fall, I'm not sure. I think we might try to do Fiji or something in the fall of 20, wait, 24. Yeah. So, um, yeah, always something on our radar. And then we're hiking the entire oh, yeah. Superior Hiking Trail as well, which goes from Canada to Duluth. And uh, we're just doing it slow, maybe I'd say around 25 miles yeah. a year. Yeah, it's about 300 and what? around 400, 360 some miles, I think something. So, and that's Duluth, Minnesota uh, for those, cause not everyone is from Minnesota that's listening to this. So it's just a beautiful, beautiful stretch of uh, trail. Like he said, from Canada to uh, Duluth, which is kind of the gateway for Lake Superior. Um, and so, yeah, we, we do those little small, tiny trips. We take tiny trips up to visit my parents at the lake where I grew up or um, you know, his family's just kind of down in the Chicago area, Cedar Rapids, Iowa area. So um, yeah, we're always planning something. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a good point that, you know, like you can do all kinds of trips using travel rewards. Cause I am asked a lot of times, like, um, do I have to just take big, long trips? Does it work for weekend getaways? You know, and it does, it works for everything. And I think we're like you in that we like to do all kinds of different things. We like hiking. We like the beach. We like theme parks. We like the big city, you know, um, and we like to travel internationally. And so you can, you can do all of that, you know, or, yeah, or if you're just a beach yeah. person, you can just do the beach, but <laughs> yeah, well, it's wonderful to have those points set aside as well. I had a situation a couple of years ago where my, uh, father and aunt were in Anchorage and he had a stroke. So, you know, miracle case, he was great, but we had the points. I was able to fly out same day and go, you know, help him get back. So it's just a blessing to be able to have that at a moment's notice where you don't have to worry about coming up with $2,000 yeah. for an airline ticket or anything. Well, I just had a member join and that was his reason was he had a very similar situation like that and he didn't have the points ready to go. And then he ended up just having to pay, you know, whatever the rate was, which we know it's not good when you're right up on a flight usually. Um, and I think that is, that's such a great point because I've had to use it for that purpose. I know Cami has had to use it for that purpose. And it's particularly with Southwest, it's such a blessing to be able to, to like, if you if situ the situation changes and you need to cancel and rebook it, like, oh, maybe they're going to have some sort of procedure and it's delayed by two days and you wanted to be there for that. It's just like not a big deal to, to cancel and change and just complete um, peace of mind. Is there anything else that you would like to share that we haven't covered? I think we touched on it already, but if uh, I was to give a tip to anyone, it's plan. Again, Jen is a machine with that. She usually has things booked out about nine months in advance. Our cadence will uh, go somewhere in May and we'll plan the trip for next May. Um, 
too many families and you know people in general, they say, oh yeah, I love to travel, but I just don't have time. You need to make it a priority and you need to do it because we both, we could each work two full-time jobs if we wanted. We love what we do, but you have to balance that time out and you have to plan it. It makes it so much easier when you plan a year in advance that I just turn in all my weeks of vacation that I need and uh, just go and do it. There's uh, if you can do it for free and you plan it advance, there's no excuse uh, not to travel. Absolutely. And I mean, I would just say just back to, you know, what would you tell people that say I do this already? And he said, you're not. I mean, I would just echo that there are so many nuances that you don't even think about that you get educated on. Like you're saying, like, here's a perfect example. You were saying about canceling. <clears throat> a lot of times I would book and, and it wasn't necessarily because we didn't have the cash for it, or we or we may we may not have had enough points because we weren't um, using our everyday spending to feed into Southwest. So that's a big thing that I learned. I think I knew it somewhere deep down, but I'm like, duh, use this card for everyday spending and then roll that over when we don't have enough Southwest points. But here's, the, I, I would say one of the biggest takeaways I have had in addition to the hotel rewards is always book with points because it's so much easier to cancel and rebook versus booking cash flights. And then now you've got this thing sitting out there. And again, I mean, of course you're gonna use it, but it's just, it's an, an added hassle that you just always book with points whenever you can. That's, so again, these people, well, I'm already doing all that. Mm, no, I bet you didn't know that little hack is gonna make your life a lot easier. Right. So. Right, and if you did know it for some reason, Hopefully that shows you there's probably another one that you don't know um, that could save you tremendous time and hassle like that. So it's just because we do this all day long and we work with hundreds of people, we just have the inside track on it so we can help everyone with, you know, what, what really is the best way to do it. Because again, we look at definitely, it. Definitely. Um, one other tip I would mention, it's not FFF related, but do you use or have you heard of the TripIt app? app? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. That's so slick. Cause I used to print out like a paper itinerary for our trips. And I'm like, oh, I'm so loving this TripIt app. So just another little plug for TripIt because it just keeps oh, everything. There going. is, we do, ha we have tons of videos in the membership. So it's impossible to get through all of them, but there is one in there on the best travel apps. So okay. you'll have to, you'll have to dig that one. <laughs> if you haven't seen that I one will. yet. Yeah. That can, yeah. that can help you with trip planning and, and all of that. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys. I think you were um, super inspirational. I hope you inspire others um, to plan. I need to take a note from that. I'm not a great planner, <laughs> but um, to plan. And like you said, um, if you can have it marked on your calendar, if you can do it for free, um, do it, do it yeah. now. Cause you don't know what's coming next um, and do it while you can. So absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing your tips and all your great travels. Um, and thanks everyone for joining us and we will see you on the next episode. Thanks Glenn for having us. Thank you so much. If you're ready to fly your family free forever, I invite you to join my family's fly free membership. You'll learn how to stop paying for airfare throughout the US, Caribbean and Europe so you can make those priceless family travel memories before your kids or even your grandkids leave home for good. And you'll learn it using my simple proven formula that's helped hundreds of families. Plus, it's risk free. You either get your investment in the membership back in free travel or I give you your money back. You can get more information at familiesflyfree.com slash join.